This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Alpaca Tribe podcast. I love that people all around the world are listening to this. I know some of you, many I've still to meet, either in person, which I recognize is less likely, or digitally, which is more of a possibility. Send me an email, let me know where you are, and whether you have your own alpacas. I would love to hear from you. The nights are getting darker earlier, and I have to keep an eye on the clock so I don't end up feeding alpacas in the dark. It's useful that my phone has a built-in torch, but... They always feed better when they can see what they're eating. I can do the rounds quite quickly when necessary, but I like to check them over at the same time. I was standing looking at them the other day as they moved around from trough to bucket, sharing food with some and keeping their distance from others. It's funny how that develops over time. I'm never fully sure how they decide who their friends will be, but some are definitely friends, and some not so much. Once I saw a younger one push into a bucket Nia was feeding from, and expected her to be told off and pushed out again, but no, allowed to share. Amazing. Then I realised it was Nia's granddaughter. Did she know? I think she probably did. Family links do seem to be obvious to them. In fact, the general herd society is probably completely clear, and more established, than I'm aware of. Another good excuse to stand around watching them. It's called research. As I was stood the other day watching them eat, see, I remember where I was, I took to thinking about what makes a good alpaca. Yes, I know all alpacas are good, but I mean, how do you look at an alpaca? What should you be taking note of when considering what makes a good one? Suitable and appropriate are two words that spring to mind. What are they for? Producing fleece. And, if female, breeding stock for reproducing. So, how well do they meet the requirements of being suitable and appropriate for these roles? I start with an overall glance. Anything outstanding? For the wrong reasons? Do they look right? Well balanced? Moving easily? And just looking like an alpaca? I know some people talk about horses having a leg at every corner. I guess I know what they mean. And you can use the same kind of approach with an alpaca. Does does it look right? Does it stand right? Is it got that presence, got that bearing? I had a female. Part of the group we rescued from someone who couldn't continue keeping alpacas due to personal health challenges. This particular female looked slightly strange. She was sweet-natured and seemed to do okay. But the proportion of neck length to the back length and the legs was just off somehow. I think legs were probably short for her body length. It was just how she was, and she remained in the non-breeding group for that reason. Having considered the balance, I usually watch the feet and legs first, working from the bottom up. Back to my house-surveying days of floors, walls and ceilings. No limps? No obvious limb issues? 
Sometimes the knees dip in together, particularly noticeable in the rear legs. If you can, watch how the animal looks as they walk towards you, and also away from you. You get to see the flow of movement, and if anything has to work to catch up, if that makes sense. It's kind of a, a rhythm thing. With the body, I'm looking at fleece coverage and condition. Dirt, uneven stains, etc. Bramble to be removed, depending on the time of year. When possible, to confirm my thoughts, I put a hand on their back to do a body condition score. This, as I've mentioned before, is comparative. It does not really lend itself to podcasts, since it's a visual thing. Just in front of the pelvis, use the same hand, the same place, the same person doing it, then you get the comparison. This is my quick check to confirm they're still doing okay between formal body scores. Condition can drop quite quickly if there are something they're struggling with in terms of health, especially when the fleece grows, it's more difficult to just see. Up the neck to the head. How are they holding their head? Some seem to be so aristocratic in their bearing. They know you are looking at them, and they almost preen themselves, turning to show you their best side. Eyes on the side of their head means they can be facing away from you with their bodies, and just a slight turn of the head will allow them to keep an eye on you, alert and ready to be wary. They don't like to miss anything. Eyes should be bright and alert without a load of rubbish in the corners. Hay dust can sometimes, for some individuals, cause them problems. Head shape will vary, as does fleece coverage on the head. I have a collection of faces, all related, Megan and her girls, that are more clean on the face and tend to have longer, not quite oblong-shaped heads, but towards that end of the spectrum. Another female, Amelia, who is compact in body size and shape, has a strong wedge-shaped head, with a lot of fleece coverage around the face and eyes. She always produces Crea with good fleece coverage, who always needs an eye trim long before shearing day. Ears. Spear-shaped ears, independently mobile and expressive, standing erect and slightly forward when alpacas are on alert. Quick glance. Slow progression and zoom out again for overall appraisal. How does this alpaca look? A good example? A fine example. Suitable as a pet, but not really for mating. You can do quite a bit by just looking. But you also need some hands-on exploration too, especially if they're in full fleece. One thing you may have noticed is that alpaca legs can look a bit funny in the winter. As the fleece grows longer, then the animal's cush and the front and back feet touch against the back and front legs and compress or even wear down the fleece, leaving flat spots which cause the legs to, well, look a little odd-shaped and not quite straight. Check them out with your hand if you have doubts. There is also the question of fineness and density and consistency across the body of the fleece. This is the primary product and warrants thorough attention and examination. While Micron isn't everything, the end result we are looking for is fleece that can be processed into serviceable and practical fibre for spinning and felting or weaving. Not something that is easy to do only verbally and without an alpaca in front of us as a demonstration. Hopefully this gives you some pointers and suggestions for how to look at the alpaca and appraise how good it might be.
If you are ever in the fortunate position of being able to choose animals to form or to join your herd, the first thing I would suggest is to take your time. This is a major decision and should not be rushed. Hopefully the owner you are potentially getting them from will remember when they were in that position and will help you through the process. You aren't buying a box off a shelf and you, in a sense, are buying the breeder as well as their animals. Ongoing support will be essential. Try to be confident, but recognise that any inexperience will be very obvious. Work as a team with the owner to get the best results for everybody. And please don't be afraid to ask questions, however simple or even silly they sound to you. It is worth remembering, in this context, the aim of the alpaca tribe, which is confident and fulfilled owners of happy and healthy alpacas. This can be you. Long before you visit a farm, ask yourself what you're wanting to develop. Is it to keep alpacas just as pets? Is it to have them as fleece producers? Or are you interested in showing? Do you intend to breed? All of these things will help you as you consider the animals before you. If you get a chance to visit an alpaca show, this can be a good way of seeing a large number of animals at one time. You might want to take along a friend who knows about alpacas, who can point things out to you, or to ask a breeder who's showing their animals for some guidance and pointers on what to look for. With a show in particular, the judges summing up at the end of each class is really helpful as a guide for what they're looking for. Whatever the animals you have or are thinking of getting, the aim is to enjoy keeping them. I managed to catch up with Nick Davis, who we, we spoke to ages ago now, about the alpacas that they have and the holiday accommodation. Here he is just giving a quick update on how their summer has gone. Hi Nick, great to see you again and to hear some of the amazing things going on with you over the summer. What's been happening? You've got the pods and things in operation now? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a busy summer. The pods went fully operational in uh, late April. Uh, we added a hot tub to one uh, end of July. They've been very popular. Um, one of the biggest draws we've had has been um, the alpacas, which uh, are immediately in front of the pods. And we've had numerous people stay with us and, and come back and stay again because of the alpacas. That's great. Um, and their natural curiosity ensures that when everybody or anybody pitches up, they immediately go up and, and have a look. Check them out. And check them out, <laughs> yeah, which is, which is fun. They, they're also sharing, sharing the paddock now with a couple of uh, miniature goats. Uh, which uh, add to the interest and of course the mini ponies are out there during the summer uh, together with our lone chicken uh, which uh, sleeps with the goats so uh, yeah it's, it's been good and we've had uh, quite a good summer weather wise um, and uh, the pods have been really popular I think the alpacas have been uh, a, a big attraction a big draw uh, to our success with them oh, that's great brilliant great to hear from you and we'll catch up with you soon that's great nice talking to you Steve thanks cheers I'm hoping to catch up with other people who have been guests in previous shows just to get an update on how they're doing too. Thanks for being with me on the journey and look forward to seeing you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe and I'm Steve Hetherington.